welcome to Ask Pastor Christian. Hi, my name is Christian Garcia, pastor of Trinity Reformed Presbyterian Church in Montrose, Colorado. And this time we have a question about alcoholic drinks. More specifically, can Christians make use of alcohol? And I think that is a very good question, one that needs a rounded answer, though. So first of all, let's see some examples in the scriptures that speak about alcohol consumption. Uh, if we look throughout the scriptures, we will find that the term wine in the Old Testament occurs 141 times. Sometimes scriptures speak very positively about wine and its use, and other times very negatively. Take, for example, Deuteronomy 7 verse 13. He will love you, bless you, and multiply you. He will also bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your ground, your grain and your wine and your oil, the increase of your herds and the young of your flock in the land that he swore to your fathers to give you. Here, in a very positive way, the Lord is promising to bless the Israelites' wine production. Another example is Joel chapter 2, verse 19. It says like this, uh, The Lord answered and said to his people, Behold, I am sending to you grain, wine, and oil, and you will be satisfied, and I will no more make you a reproach among the nations. Uh, so these are just two examples in which God's blessings to his people consist in wine, a drink that in ancient Israel was an alcoholic beverage. Not to mention that wine was uh, used in one of the most important festivities of the Israelites, the Passover. And uh, in addition to that, the peace offerings that we read about in the book of Leviticus seem to consist of a meal and wine that was included inside the meal or, or other some kind of alcoholic drink as part of this religious ritual of worship. In the New Testament as well, it is no other than the Lord Jesus Christ himself who transforms the water into wine in the Gospel of John chapter 2, and that later on celebrates the Passover with the disciples, while at the same time instituting the Lord's Supper for Christians of later generations to celebrate by using the elements of bread and wine. All of these examples seem at least to give us the impression that consuming alcohol is not condemned in the scriptures. However, that is not the whole story. Just as there is language that speaks about the good use of alcohol, there is also many warnings in the Old Testament and in the New Testament regarding its use. Proverbs 20 verse 1, for example, reads, Wine is a mocker, strong drink, a brawler, and whoever is led astray by, its, by, it, by, by it is not wise. In Galatians 5, verses 19 to 21, Paul is warning Christians against the works of the flesh, of people not showing the Holy Spirit in their lives. Here's what he says. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, 
orgies and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Uh, similarly, in Ephesians 5.19, Paul affirms, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. So what are we to do with these passages? Is drinking alcohol permitted or not? Well, first of all, the Bible never condones drunkenness. Clearly, as we saw in Paul, drunkenness is associated with unchristian behavior. We are not to get drunk. Second, though, precisely because of that, alcohol consumption is not prohibited. What is prohibited is drunkenness, and there is a big difference between the two. There is a big difference between enjoying a cup of wine after a meal or in a social gathering with friends and putting limits to ourselves regarding how much we drink on the one hand and drinking until you don't remember who you are or can't stand still on the other hand. The first one, according to scriptures, is a legitimate use of Christian freedom. The second one is condemned. Third, Christian freedom at the same time is limited. Christian freedom cannot harm the conscience of a weaker brother in the faith. And if a person is struggling with the sin of drunkenness, it is better not to partake before him if we see that in, in that way we are safeguarding this brother or sister from falling into sin. Chapters 12 to 14 of the book of Romans speak precisely of that. At the same time, the weaker brother cannot force the conscience of others to never use alcohol. And many Christians would like to force people into total abstinence. But the reality is that we should not do that unless we have seen beyond doubt that the other person is falling into the sin of drunkenness and that he is unrepentant. And at this point, by the way, the steps of discipline in the church should kick in. But if that is not the case, then we have Christian freedom to make good use and even enjoy alcohol in a God-honoring way. Fourth, wisdom and prudence should guide our consciences. When people have struggled with the sin of drunkenness and are recovering from it, I would never recommend them to start drinking again. That would not be wise and more often than not moves people to fall into the sin of drunkenness again. In short, can Christians make use of alcohol? Yes, but always inside the parameters of scriptures, always seeking to glorify God through that process, giving thanks to God for his good gifts, alcohol included, and avoiding drunkenness. To require more than that, would be to go beyond what the scriptures command. In this though, every Christian should examine himself to know how far he can go in the exercising of his Christian liberty. Some people will get drunk with almost any kind of drink, while others have more tolerance to it. So wisdom and a desire desire to honor God should always lead the way. I hope you found this answer helpful. Please don't forget to continue sending me your questions to trinityreformedmondrose at gmail.com. Again, trinityreformedmondrose at gmail.com. Until the next time, blessings in Christ.